Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Happy Friday to you, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Wes Reynolds, stalwart, joining us once again tonight. We appreciate it. Talk some college hoops, watch some Sweet 16 with Wes tonight. Uh, Providence on a one of 12 stretch. Is that good? They're down. They, not good. Yeah. They. They have eight points. They have eight points. Remy Martin has 11 points. Kansas has six. And Providence has eight right now. <laughs> 619 left to go. 17 to eight. Providence, no points in the last four minutes. Yeah. Kelly, let's update Guys. everything. Yeah, no, live line. Eight points. They have eight. Live line on that. Kansas, 11 and a half and they, 117. They're, they're, they're shooting 16% from the floor. And they're now 0 of 10 from three. You got to keep shooting them, though. The only way that you can not <laughs> miss them all <laughs> is to keep shooting them. So let's do it. Uh, over in the NBA, Wizards up on the Pistons, 48 to 41, two and a half minutes left in the first half. Wizards, three and a half point live favorite, 208 and a half the live total. So my Pistons first half bet, not looking good. Hornets up on the Jazz, 54 to 51. Third quarter just about to get started. The Jazz, a one and a half point live favorite, 219 and a half the live total. And the Warriors up on the Hawks, 35 to 31. Two minutes left in the first quarter. Warriors, one and a half point live favorites, 240 and a half the live total. I believe Kevin Herter just left that game for Atlanta. So something to keep in mind if you're looking to get in live. Rangers up on the Penguins over in the NHL, three to nothing in the first intermission. Penguins seven to one live if you wanted to jump in. Total set at seven. Juiced slightly to the over. Capitals and Sabres all tied up at one. 18 minutes left in the second period. What am I watching? <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh my <laughs> Kansas did, did put in a bunny on the third oh. try. The way I prefer to look at Providence only scoring eight points. They're only down 11. I know. And I laid it with Kansas. I feel like Kansas should be up about 18 right now. Five of the worst missed shots I've ever watched in my whole life, and I only watched for 45 seconds. I like and, uh, to feel it. Kelly, Kelly, I'm sorry. I was feeling him ready to burst the whole time. <laughs> and then he did. Sabres plus 165, six and a half year live total there. We got a couple NBA games starting here momentarily. Mavericks at the Timberwolves. That Timberwolves will be laying four <laughs> to four and a half. 
228 to 228, then a half the total. Carl Anthony Towns will play in that game. He was questionable earlier today. Luka Doncic will play in that game. He was questionable earlier today. I do have one player prop in this game. Spencer Dinwiddie over 22 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, he is averaging over 20 points per game since the All-Star break. Uh, he scored 13-plus in 12 out of his last 13 games. And combined points, uh, rebounds, and assists, he has hit eight or more in nine of his last 12. So I'm doing points, rebounds, and assists in that game. And then you've got the Knicks at the Heat. Heat lay in nine to nine and a half, 214 the total in that game. And trying to get caught up on injuries here. Hero out tonight. Jimmy Butler will play. Julius Randle out tonight for the Knicks. One uh, trend I do want to bring up, uh, at least a recent trend in terms of St. Peterson Purdue. I said that game went under the total in the first half. Now 5-0 and here in the Sweet 16 with uh, first half under. We had a couple here on primetime action uh, last night. It's going to go to 6-0. and I'm going to just go ahead and go out on a limb yes. here. This is going to 6-0 and yes. here for the first half total trend. By the way, that was like 66, 66 and a half. As we are now at 19-8. to with about five minutes left to go in the first half. They're they averaging 0.55 points a minute in this game. It's a half just... a point a minute. Eight points for Providence is just. No one has more than two. Yeah. And they're still in the ball game. <laughs> Minus 12. And they're still in... yeah. You yes, know why? They are. Yeah. Because, they're, yeah. because Kansas is shooting 33% and 14% from yeah. three. Kansas basically has one guy, Remy Martin, that's scoring 19 to 8 right now. KU minus 12 and a half in the in play, 118 and a half your total. Remy Martin transferred over from Arizona State. Um, liked him there. Good ball player at Arizona yeah. State. Kansas seems to uh, get players. I don't yeah. know how they do it, how but, do they, they, do but it? they do. Hmm. Uh, Maybe may some uh, agents we're, deals. I don't know. We're going to talk about uh, WGC match play later, but we just sort of alluded to this at the beginning of the program. Um, this solidifies for you how much you hate this format, betting Matt. Like it's just not. Yeah, I mean, I've I don't think I've won a dollar on this tournament like in the last four or five years of betting this thing. It's just it's just so incredibly hard to predict how a guy is going to play in head to head matches three days in a row and all that. And then you get the then you get the guys who are I'm not gonna say mailing it in, but there are some guys who just man, Wes, I, I'm sure you saw a few today. It's like it they in. hit an mm -hmm. errant tee shot mm -hmm. and they're just kinda like I'm, I don't care about <laughs> Right. And, and, and this year is a lot different than last year. I think yeah. we had one seeded player, and I talk about one through 16 yeah. in terms of the 64 being seeded. John Rahm was the only guy to advance it around the 16. Mm -hmm. This year we have eight top-seeded players in their various pools or slash groups that advanced uh, going into this, including uh, the uh, top two seeds overall, Rahm and Morikawa. You very rarely see that since they went to this format. Yeah, I got Rom and Morikawa home on group bets, but, uh, man, I had two others that lost in either the final hole or in a playoff, and that was fun. And then Taylor Gooch, who uh, won, but we needed help, and Richard Bland. Sorry, we, we underestimated you, Rich. We underestimated you. And he did it in a gentlemanly way, too. We were joking he about did, that yeah. yesterday. Richard Bland's, like, conceding, like, five-footers <laughs> and, you know, ah, ten-foot double breaker. Go ahead. Betting against karma the whole week. That, that round one against DeShambo. DeShambo was shocked. The first time Richard Bland was like, yeah, just pick it up. He's like, it's like a five-foot putt. Are you serious? Like, yeah, just pick it up. Let's go. Wes, how many Masters bets do you have right now? 
Uh, just two right now. I do have uh, Justin Thomas, and I took Paul Casey just on a number, which I don't like now that he withdrew here mm. from the match play and basically conceded three matches. Uh, and I'll pro I'm going to add a few more. I, I really haven't added as many because, look, it market fluctuates week to week, and you're just trying to pick off numbers because mm -hmm. these Masters odds are up in, like, what, October, November, yeah. some places. So you have so much time in between. Unlike for the next major, you're only going to have one month in between. But before you get to the PGA after the Masters, but I just have a couple. I'll probably end up with like six or seven outrights uh, that week and then maybe go into the prop market. You see more prevalent majors like low nationality or something like that. But in terms of a smaller field, because there's only like 90 players in this field, if that. So that's why you can't like go crazy on outrights. You probably want to stick to like four or five or six at most. Yeah, I think it's interesting now with these, you know, the East Coast books and draft, you know, DraftKings being one of them it's like Super Bowl odds they're basically up all year round uh you know for every major at this point they're ba basically up the day you know the day after what the Masters ends you'll see Masters for the next odds for the next year now the thing is though these odds don't move very much until uh, they haven't moved much until you get closer to the tournament I'm looking at them right now they're basically basically what we've been talking about on this show Matt for the past three months whenever we've brought them up um two bets for me already I know Matt's got one of these Sam Burns running on 85 to 1 and then I have Burger at 55 to 1 already in pocket for the Masters. Just Burns for you? I had Burns, and I think I put it in the second one, but I don't remember what it was. I have Jason Day, who may not play still in the Masters, if I'm not mistaken. May not even yeah, see, I don't, may not I don't, participate. I don't believe he's in right I don't now. think he is. And then I have Rory. Um... At, I believe, like 18 to 1. Rory, by the way, playing the Valero next week. They announced the field, of course, on Friday afternoon. So he is going to play that event in San Antonio. You get some late ads, late withdrawal. Scotty Scheffler, a late withdrawal, of course, because he did reach the round of 16 in the match play. I don't like either of my bets at this point. Like, obviously, day for obvious reasons. But, like, Rory doesn't – at the time, I was trying to get ahead of what, – what's the course that he played really well – that he played really well and then he came out and shot seven under in the first round a few weeks back? Uh, was I think it was at Bay, Bay Hill. Yeah, Bay, Bay Hill. Hill. Yeah. And he did that, right? So, I was like, I was good to get it in before that. But, like, do I really think he's going to put together four – He's, of he's also one of those guys, Gil, if you get him at a number, and I've fallen prey to this before. Sometimes it's work for me, sometimes against me. But, like, he's one of those guys when he drifts in the 20s. Like, I look at him or, like, a Justin Thomas, because I had JT last year at the Players at 25-1. to 1. When they drift in kind of that range, whether it's a Rory or whether it's a Dustin Johnson or a Justin Thomas, we're not seeing those numbers on Rom, obviously, anytime mm -hmm. soon or Morikawa. But when those guys kind of, like, drift up, that's when it's like, man, I I almost feel like I got to take a shot when they're in the 20 to like 22 or 25 range, but hadn't seen those numbers yet. Hadn't seen them. Well, the other thing I was just looking at that because Isaiah reminded me of this. I, I won a first round leader bet on Rory at that tournament because he had the lead there, but then he went 76, 76 Saturday, Sunday. Wait, you did have a first round leader bet? on Yeah. That? Oh, yeah. That did. was the ones I hit was oh, Rory at Bay Hill, but then he went 76, 76 on the weekend. You have much, you have had much more heartache than triumph with first round bets this year, right? No, I, no, I've actually hit a few of them. You have yeah, usually I never bet them. This year I feel like I got to bet them every time because they're like. Wasn't there one where you like you got? Oh, I got crushed I, at the end. Yeah. yeah, I got dead heated right at the oh, end. All right, well, dead heated something. Yeah. Still, still won a few bucks. Yeah, yeah nothing wrong with that. Uh, we're both in timeout in both of these games. I have a halftime still in the uh, St. Peter's Purdue game with Purdue up four, and uh, is it twenty-two to twelve 
in this it, game? It is. And by the way, Kansas has more blocked shots than Providence has made buckets. It is seven to six right now. <laughs> oh and yet God. Kansas, 22 to 12. It feels like they should be up 20, they but they're not. 20. So, yeah. you know, I'm a little skittish here as a Kansas backer. Providence got them right where they want them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so the longer you leave a team hang around, they're going to hang around. And look, Kansas had trouble getting away from Creighton last Saturday. This was a Creighton team that was playing six guys that was like totally running on fumes. And they Kansas couldn't get away from them at all. So uh, still a little bit of concern with Kansas, but if uh, obviously Providence. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Uh, keep shooting 18.8%, then I like my chances. Yeah. All right, I'll take the first L of the night. Pistons minus one and a half. First, yeah. first half does not get home. Loser video for me. You're a loser. Seems yep. rude that he has to add that on at the end. Nah, it really, it really rubs it in. You, know? you got to have the video and it's then like, rub it's it It's like in. the loser horn is enough. <laughs> By the way, if anybody's wondering, because I was, what's the lowest scoring NCAA tournament game of all time? <laughs> 1941, I'm sure you guys remember this one. It's like 22 yes. to 18. Pittsburgh beat North Carolina 26 to 20. So I don't think we're going to get there. <laughs> that was like, that's a funny thing that you bring up. Everybody shot like this. We're, we're going to be TA in a minute. I don't have time. Uh, we'll come back. I just we'll looked up. The, the other one I had, and it was strictly just, we talked about just playing a number. I took Luke List at 450 to 1. Oh, look oh, at wow. you. When'd you do that? Couple weeks ago. Okay. Well, we'll come back. First pick of the draft, second pick, third pick, next primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Play free hoops for a share of $20,000 this March with the March Hoop Series presented by 5-Hour Energy. Fire up your lineups in four free-to-play contests that compete for your share of $5,000 per contest. Head to DraftKings.com slash 5-Hour Energy now to join the action. 5-Hour Energy. Fire up your lineup. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. 
Kansas, final 30 seconds of this game, of this half, rather, between Kansas and Providence, uh, Sweet 16 game in the Midwest region. Number one, Kansas, number four seeded Providence. 26 to 15, Jayhawks. And if Providence can score here, they will somehow be down only single digits, which is just remarkable based on the fact that they are shooting below 20%, I believe, at this point. Seven of 35. They're an no, even 20 exactly right 20%. now. And we'll see what that is. Oh, they that get the call on the three. On three. Oh, little acting job, but that helps. Kansas is leaving them in the game. Kansas, by the way, only shooting about 34%, but uh, they haven't hit any threes either. And, yeah, leaving Providence in the game. I know they're playing bad, but uh, you can't get any separation. And Kansas struggled with that last time out against Grayton. Bill Self can't coach him up. Come on, man. Why are they only why are, why are they only down Providence this li- this They little? don't want to be, I mean, to have no number 1 seeds and uh, you know, it wasn't a primary reason, oh, no. but I mean, it kind of played into it. By the we, way, remember, definitely a foul, by the yeah, way. Yeah. And and remember when we talked about last week when Kentucky we were in here when Kentucky got upset by St. Peter's and that wakes up kind of some of those big favorites and all those big favorites on Friday, especially in the morning session. They watch this tournament. They know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They saw Kentucky. They're like, okay, we got to come out focused. And all those big favorites, Purdue, Texas Tech, Auburn. So maybe the same thing for Kansas here, even though the stakes are higher at the Sweet 16, because they saw those two one seeds go down. It's like, we're the last one left. Yeah. We got to take advantage of it. 26-15, timeout on the floor, 5.3 left to go in the first. 26-17. 26-17. Yeah, nine-point game, 5.3, as you said, left. Um we're looking to see if two things, two two bits of history possibly in these early games. If Kansas were to get knocked off, and Providence does have work to do, but if Kansas were to get knocked off, it would be the first time that no number one seed got to the Elite Eight. And if St. Peter's can get by Purdue and they're trailing by four at the half, they would be the first 15 seed to ever get to the Elite Eight. So both of those things uh, historically in the NCAA tournament on the line here. Uh, let's look at some NFL draft props. Number one, number two, and number three picks in the draft. You can bet on these over at DraftKings. Number one, Matt, we've talked about this one before. And Aiden Hutchinson has kind of come down just a little bit. And look who's number two. What the? And then the drop to double digits. So Aiden Hutchinson's minus 280. We've seen him higher. Trayvon Walker from Georgia. Got some defense going here. He's four to one. And then all those offensive linemen... The Icky Iquanus, the Evan Neals of the world, they're at 12 to 1. Thibodeau has dropped further back. Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon, 25 to 1. And Malik Willis now is on the board. We're talking number one pick here at 35 to 1. This is this is interesting, huh? Yeah. I mean, this is the I took Aiden Hutchinson at minus two fifty. Um and I think two eighty is Still really, really with it. Look, unless they trade out of that pick at this point, I mean, they're I, – I feel like they're going pass rusher. I feel like they're going Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, he seemed to have separated himself pretty much from Kayvon Thibodeau, according to all the, all the scouts, all the guys that are out there that know this a lot better than me. And I think that the whole offensive line thing with the way that they did, the way that they handled free agency, I think that the offensive line thing has, has passed. I think that they've, they've gotten away from that. They already feel like that they addressed that need. And free agency, and I think that the 
what you do now is you take the best pass rusher because again, this is a, you know passing league. You need to have guys who can get after the passer, uh, get after the passer, and I think Aiden Hutchinson's a guy that's pretty much separated. Yeah, so. new defensive coordinator by the way mm-hmm. there in Jacksonville with Mike Caldwell. He was on the Todd Bowles staff down in Tampa Bay. So you know Todd Bowles, they've had good pass rushers on pretty much all of his uh, defenses that he's been the DC of. So. You know, Hutchinson makes sense. Trayvon Walker, I mean, he's got more athletic upside, but do they kind of go with the known quantity that is Hutchinson? But, yeah, I mean, three weeks ago it was like, oh, it's obvious they're going to draft Evan Neal. This can switch so Mm. fast in the NFL draft, and that's why most bookmakers I talk to hate booking the NFL draft. Not that we're going to feel sorry for him or throw a pity party for him, but this is based on information because the average Joes, like when they go, unless you follow this stuff religiously, the average better is going to get the worst of the number. So you've got to follow this all the time and be on top of it. And you can make a really good nut. You can make good money here with NFL draft props, but you got to stay on top of it. Yeah, when, they, is, when, uh... when they tagged um, Cam Robinson, it kind of like we were like, okay, maybe they're thinking about moving away from this offensive lineman number one overall. And then when they signed Brandon Scherf, then that, at that, that point, was, you knew it. it's kind of okay. Yeah. So now they tagged Robinson. Yeah. Now they signed Scherf. You're like, okay, they're they're moving off the offensive line at this point. They're not going to tag Ro- if they if they were going to take a number one overall guy, they wouldn't have tagged Robinson, right? I mean, like that's a very expensive franchise tag on Cam Robinson. If that was the case, they wouldn't have done that. So I think it's pretty solidly going to be a defensive player, probably pretty solidly uh, a pass rusher. Yeah, so they, they've. Uh, this is really reports from the past couple of days from the profootballnetwork.com, pro it sounds like, that Trayvon Walker, this news is coming from. Um, and, and he's really shot up this odds board. I mean, we've been, we've been talking number one pick here for the past few weeks. He has been well below. Uh, a quote from uh, Tony Pauline's article here from today. Sources have confirmed that the Jaguars have targeted Walker as a player they could take with the first pick. Sources have also confirmed that Walker will be sitting down with the front office and top brass of the organization in the coming weeks. The team will do it its due diligence on Georgia's defensive line. That feels like it's worth a bet, though, doesn't it? Four to one, just based on that alone. I don't. I mean, maybe or or you know, it yeah. definitely wasn't the number he moved from, right? Because right. he, he yeah. was well, like 20, 20, 30 to one. I mean, then. he has vaulted up a lot yeah. of these mocks. I mean, four to one. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you can only put so much stock into these things because once they get out, obviously people are going to bet them accordingly. Once information becomes public, that's what NFL draft is. It's betting on information. You get it maybe before the bookmaker, and it's just a race of the number. Two things before we get to the number two pick. One, Ed Cooley, way to use a foul. That's how you give a foul at the end of the first half. Uh, left just 2.2 seconds left on the clock for Kansas. They couldn't get off a good shot. So Kansas up 9, 26, 17 at the half in that game. Meanwhile, shout out Ron Flatter. Uh, we're tied. St. Peter's and Purdue tied 33 apiece. Uh, about a minute 44, exactly a minute 44 in to the second half. Man, oh, man. Number two pick in the draft. Now, this the Detroit Lions currently possess the number two pick. And remember, the Lions ended up here uh, 313-1 and one, as opposed to the Jaguars 3-14 and 14 finish of the season. The Lions won two football games the last month of the season. Remember, they beat the Vikings by two. And then they beat the Cardinals second to last week of the season. So they end up with a number two pick. Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame, has shot all the way up here to number two as the short shot at three to one. There's Trayvon Walker in the number two position again. Uh, defensive uh, end from, from Georgia, plus 350. Hutchinson's four to one. Malik Willis, four to one to go to the Lions. Interesting there. And then Kayvon Thibodeau leads the double-digit parade. 
Yeah, it's super interesting. There seems to be a lot more buzz mm-hmm. about Willis going second overall. Mm-hmm. I bet it after we had Renner mm-hmm. on. Took it and at plus 550. What's that? You bet I, yeah. Willis to go second? Yeah, Willis to go second at plus 550. After after Renner brought it up, I was like, you know what? I think it's worth it. I think these teams are going to be quarterback desperate enough. And maybe it's not that early, but I bet him to go be first quarterback taken. That was my first draft bet probably like a month ago at plus 135. I got on that the time everybody thought Pickett was kind of going to go first. So I bet that. And then after we had Mike Runner on last week, I, I bet him to go number two at plus 550. Yeah, I um... – it, it's it's getting a lot of steam here, and I think this comes down to we name these teams that we know are going to want quarterbacks, and they all know they all know who wants quarterbacks as well, right? Mm-hmm. And so it becomes this whole thing where the lines are sitting there at two, and they go, "Man, is Willis the guy that if he actually hits the ceiling, now we've got the next, you know, whatever it is, Josh Allen, what you know, you biggest know. De- biggest decision your franchise yeah. can make, and 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 it's the if you pass on him at two, and he's not there when you come back around later in the draft, then you have made a catastrophic mistake yeah. for your franchise that you will, might not re- rebound from for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it is. It, I think it will be a very very big decision for that Detroit Lions team because Jared Goff is not their future no. for sure. Not at all, yeah. and, and I think they have a lot of options there. And then Houston now adding draft capital right behind them at number three because of that Watson trade. They can go any number of ways. The the I don't want to say safe pick. I hate using that phrase, but the logical pick there might be Kayvon Thibodeau mm-hmm. because, look, add a pass rusher. You can never have enough pass rushers in the National Football League, but – you know, Houston probably, too, it's like, okay, who's the best of the players, but who's the best citizen to go along with it? That may play a factor, too, because obviously, you know, that that really see, has seemed to matter, at least in that front office, uh, that front office that's been a disorganized mess down there in H-Town. But they could go any number of ways, really, at that three-pick. All right, we will get to the three-pick after the break. Currently inhabited by the Houston Texans, who won the bizarro tiebreaker with the Jets and the Giants for that third pick. So we'll uh, we'll look at those, see who the short shot is for number three. All of these available at DraftKings. As the draft props begin to roll out, not begin to, but continue to roll out in some spots, though not really here in the state of Nevada, which is a whole other story. St. Peter's by two on an 8-0 run. Coming back, Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stack starting lineup, like the Breakfast Baconator, Croissant Combos, and Hot or Cold Coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Wes Reynolds tonight. St. Peter's by four, 37-33. They're on a 10-0 run, uh, 15-20 left in this ballgame. Purdue hasn't scored in this half, by the way. That's and right. We, and we can't hear the audio here in studio, just have the video. But I can tell you the crowd is all for St. Peter's. Got to be. And let me, and let me just say this. Because, again, this is one of these things where we're doing a show, and so we're watching these games at the same time. By the way, they are going nuts, nuts in the stands. Yeah, they are. Where the Peacocks. <laughs> um, 
But I think just a couple observations. One, where oh where is Jaden Ivey? He yeah. seems to be awfully quiet in this basketball game. Two of six, game. four points and four rebounds. Uh, this is not the game to go away as you get, they get beat on defense there. Uh, I think they called the foul they before did. the shot, though. Yeah. Uh, so where's Jaden Ivey? And then I think this needs to be stated. Um, Matt Painter, why isn't the ball going inside every single time down court if Jaden Ivey's not the one doing it? Like just, so then mm-hmm. pound it inside. Mm-hmm. Why is that not happening? It just feels like Shaheen Holloway, once again, is out coaching the competition. Yeah, and I don't like what Matt Painter is doing defensively. They're doing this drop coverage, and, and they're getting beat every time. They're giving these guys room to drive to the basket. St. Peter's kind of swallowing Purdue in terms of the offensive attack. We're five minutes into the second half. And they haven't scored. So it's like, you know, maybe this is where Matt Painter, and I know, you know, he can he can yell at a guy. I've seen him yell at a kid before, but this might be pull Jaden Ivey time and say, hey, dude, you want to play? You're, you're, <laughs> we we you're, need you. You're a lottery pick. Yes. Well, meanwhile, Eater just giving him fits running around. Yeah, and, and that's what you want to do because Eric Hunter chasing after him. Hunter and Stefanovic, that is kind of a weakness for Purdue. We mentioned that earlier in the show. That's a weakness for them on defense is uh, Hunter and Stefanovic on the ball. So uh, Purdue uh, still trying uh, to get their first point. 0 of 7, three turnovers and four fouls already here in the first about five and a half minutes. To, to add to our story at the top of the show, guys, on the, uh, on the Panthers, the GM did come out and say that they are going to add a quarterback this offseason, whether it's, quote, whether it's through the draft, trade, whatever it may be, we're going to add to the room. Take that for what it's worth. So, so Sam Darnold, you will have competition. So, maybe Panther, you know, again, like we keep looking at these teams mm-hmm. that may reach for quarterbacks, that may like whatever. He says they're adding a quarterback one way or another. One way or another. I also uh, Gil also just went to go check if the one shop here in Vegas that did have first overall pick at least up, what the odds might be uh, for Trayvon Walker there. They're now off the board completely. So, not not a single shop in Las Vegas with any draft props. You know what? You know what other state has no draft props? New York, New York, no draft props whatsoever. Really? Is there is there a reason behind that? I don't know. I'm looking into it. The That's um, interesting. One other thing here that's uh, of betting interest because we do bet, you know, most home runs. We do bet most RBI, mm-hmm. all things like that. Uh, Eno Saris, who writes over at The Athletic. Great job. Um, humidors will be used in all 30 ballparks this year. So basically what that means is San Francisco, San Diego, Miami, Tampa, where there is a ton of humidity. Mm-hmm. And typically suppresses the uh, the offensive output in those cities because it's harder for the ball to fly if it's heavier. The ball will be drier. So there might be at least a little bit more offensive output in kind of these super humid places out there. So there might be at least a a little bit more uh, offense in, you know, these these humid places. That's interesting. Uh, Will it be effective? Who knows? But they're trying. Yeah. They're trying. Number three pick in the draft. I know we promised you that. You can bet on the number three pick in the draft. Again, currently in the hands of the Houston Texans. Here's where Ike Aquanu becomes the short shot, and Evan Neal is right behind him. So here's where the, the offensive tackles that were so bantied about, say, three, four weeks ago, here's where they come in as the short shot. 
Aquano uh, at plus 180, Neil at plus 250. Then it's Thibodeau at uh, plus 750 and Kyle Hamilton at plus 750. So it's Trayvon. Trayvon Walker plus 750 for the number three position. And there's Malik Willis, 10 to 1. So, so it's the usual suspects in terms of one, two, and three, all just sort of rearranged, if you will. And then we get into some, to some other names on the right side. Sauce Gardner being next at 12 to 1. There was a, again, we uh, we say take some of these mocks with grain a of salt. Grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one from an, a writer over at NFL.com today that had Kenny Pickett going third overall. Because, <laughs> I, just, I just saw that. I just looked that <laughs> up, be, and I was like, whoa. Because, well, now that his hands are one-eighth of an inch Because bigger. it would be basically his thought in this is the Texans need so much that any player they take there – it doesn't really matter, so they will trade out of that number three spot to uh, to someone someone well, who wants a quarterback. Well, you know what? They should. Yes, because they yes. I mean, yeah. they have no shot. I mean, yeah. They need they need anything they can get. So getting a having the number three pick really for them is it doesn't mean it just seems so preposterous based on what we have seen in terms of NFL free agency for all this quarterback carousel. It's like so you're telling me basically none of these scouts seemingly believe or teams that needed quarterbacks. Uh, these GMs are like, nobody in this draft is really a first round quarterback. And it just seems so preposterous it's, to see Malik Willis go number so two true. and Kenny Pickett go number three. It's so true. But Wes, oh, that's the same mock this, draft? Wes, this is it's what two, happens three? every year, isn't yes. it? They just and, and to some degree it's justifiable, right? Because you're nothing without a quarterback. Yeah. So you understand why these teams go crazy. But yes, all we've heard is the consensus is this is a terrible draft. Yeah. None of these guys are going to be starters. But yet, as it approaches, they get desperate. They get desperate. I I mean, I think that logic for the Texans makes sense, though, because it's like, what what, what are you? You're going to, sure, you need something everywhere, but you're going to draft an offensive lineman to protect who? You know, you don't have anybody. I kind of think it makes sense for the Lions at two, also. Yeah. But not for the Jaguars at one. Well, yeah, yeah, you got, yeah, you got to let Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. let, let that situation play out a bit more. I, I guess the only thing would be for the Lions is if you do, you honestly look at that division, and it's not maybe necessarily next year, but are you thinking like in two years, three years, this thing is is ripe for the picking? And if that if that's the case, if you believe in a Willis, mm-hmm. you know, or a Pickett, whatever it might be, do you say we get this guy now? Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. Kirk Cousins' experiment is going to go away yeah. at some point. He's wor- he's getting $35 million this year from the Vikings. So are they looking kind of like two years from now, three years now, and right. saying like, hey, right. you know, if we get this franchise quarterback here, we might actually could, could win this division in a couple of years. But is Willis your franchise right. quarterback? Right. That's, that's the whole debate here is like, are you going to have a better class next year? So it's like eventually we know we're going to have to move on. So maybe it's okay. Get somebody in the system now. At least you got one year with them instead of, you know, starting cold. Because I, I got to assume the Detroit Lions are going to be drafting up near where they are in the 2023 mm-hmm. NFL draft as well so you know it it depends on what you want to do I haven't liked really this quarterback class at all but just seeing them move up kind of gradually you know I guess it's just the product of the draft as Gil was saying and uh, by the way welcome to the game Jaden Ivey out of the timeout he did go on a nice drive hit a bucket Mm -hmm. and I noticed something like before we were going to the break 
last time out, Matt Painter's talking to Jaden Ivey, and Jaden Ivey just kind of turned away from him, mm. which is, is not a very good sign. So uh, apparently uh, young Ivey, uh, very difficult to coach, but at least was inspired to get a bucket there. We're now in a tie game, 1245. And, and they did go. go inside to Williams also, so apparently, uh, maybe they're listening. But you d- did Udonis Haddislam threaten to fight him? That's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. Well, <laughs> There's that. Well, I, I would take Udonis over Jimmy Buckets in that fight. <laughs> Purdue does t- does retake the lead, 39-37, 12-29 left in this one. Nip and tuck between the number two and 15 seeds in, excuse me, the number three and 15 seeds, pardon me, in this region, uh, that being the East. As, I, you know, I just want to point this out. I don't know if you guys know this. It is National Peacock Day. Were you aware of this? I was not. I mean, yeah. I saw it on Twitter. Then I, I would have laid was... the lumber uh, taking the yes. 13 that I know. Had you that. known that information... I mean, I saw it on Twitter. I just thought, but my whole Twitter feed is just sports. So I figured it was just people talking about this game and this team. So, no, I didn't know it was actual National Peacock Day. Purdue has gone on an 8 0 run. They're up four now, 41 to 37. Yeah, Williams she, on the block. I yep. think uh, they're getting smart here. Smart. Where it's like, okay, let Ivy drive where was and this? keep Williams on the block. Don't have him be setting screens, as I believe they just showed uh, Niall Ivy, Jaden Ivy's mother, in the audience. By the way, she's got a big game tomorrow. Notre Dame in the women's tournament, Sweet 16, to take on NC State. All right. Uh, Wes? That's why we have you here, because of little <laughs> tidbits like that. He's I, like, Nay Livey. I'll keep saying, though, that, that oh, over two-and-a-half quarterback prop yes. is, the best, is the best prop you can bet right now. Minus 175, not nearly enough juice it, on it, the over. I, if it was available here, it would, I would repeatedly bet that over and over again. We're talking Panthers, Falcons, Saints, Seahawks, Lions, and Steelers that we know of. Mm-hmm. That we know of, and there's always a chance that maybe the Bucks say, eh, "Let's get Brady's replacement." Let's what, Some, you know. Someone trades in at the bottom yeah. of the first round. The, the over, the over two and a half is. I would take that in a heartbeat. We will update the WGC match play odds to win it all. Now that we're in the Sweet 16 of that, coming back, Beast's primetime action. with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, live from the South Point, Gil, Matt, Kelly, and West tonight. Kansas up 11 on Providence. A uh, couple minutes in the two, couple, 220 into the uh, second half, 1740 left, 30 to 19. So Providence in 22 plus minutes of basketball with 19 points. Meanwhile, 10-2 run in the last 340 for the Boilermakers. They're up four on St. Peter's with 10-28 left, 43-39. And Wes, it's like they were listening because immediately mm-hmm. every possession has been inside to Williams, and he has paid off almost every time, although yeah, not that Yeah, tough one there. Time. He got doubled, uh, but right now 43-39, 10-30 to go, minus 7.5 for Purdue, 121.5 on the end game. But, yeah, let Ivy make yeah. the plays and be the facilitator and put Williams on the block, and he's been the uh, really the head of this 10-2 run. You mentioned uh, the other score in Chicago. Providence uh, cannot convert the uh, three-point play there. 32-21 to now, Kansas over Providence. KU minus 11.5, 115.5 in the end play. Here is uh, the answer to the question, because we were talking about how New York doesn't have uh, draft props either. Shout out to Michael Montesano for sending this along. Uh, New York didn't have Super Bowl props like MVP, like Gatorade color. Uh, They don't have NFL draft props either because to New York, many of those fun props 
uh, were not available because of, of, of a stipulation that says, simply put, um, let me get the exact quote, has to be part of the game. That's the, that's the phrase. They are not part of the game. And so the NFL draft props fall under that category. Part of the game. So they have uh, like awards? Was that mentioned in there? Sorry, like MVP. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Ian stuff? Is that part of the game? So you don't get Super Bowl MVP, you don't get Cy Young, you don't get NFL Comeback Player of the Year, well, apparently. Wild. Is that true, that those don't exist there? Well, if it, and if it's, wow. I mean, if it's Cy Young, you can't get MVP, right? If you, yeah, no voting props, no MVP, no Most Improved Player, no Comeback, no Cy Young, none of that stuff. Well, I didn't know that. That's pretty brutal. Well, I, we're, you know, welcome to Nevada betting, too. But, you know, welcome to Nevada, New Yorkers. <laughs> but it's pretty brutal. That sounds yeah. pretty brutal. Welcome to Nevada, where the players don't play, apparently. <laughs> uh, St. Peter's down two. I guess they hit a three to cut it to one. Yes. And now Purdue is at the line. 44 42 with one more shot coming here. 934 left. Um, this, this Providence thing is unbelievable. 32 to 21. We'll monitor all of it, of course. Let's take a look at these updated WGC match play numbers. Now, remember, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that was the group play. 16 different groups of four golfers apiece. Now we go to the final 16. So one player advanced out of all 16 of those groups. And so we have brackets. Get it? March Madness. Now we have brackets of golf. Well done by our crack staff here. Yeah, very nicely done, gentlemen. So head-to-heads here. Tomorrow will be... Both the Sweet 16, if you will, to use March Madness terms. St. Mm-hmm. Peter's hits a three to tie it up at 45. Wow. Um, tomorrow will be both the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight, essentially. And then Sunday will be the Final Four in the championship. Yes. All right. So those are the brackets right there. Hopefully like, you can see those. But you'll see uh, John Rom Brooks Kepka matched up against each other. Heck of a match. With a Rom favorite. Look at that top left. DJ's got Richard Bland. By the way, let me bring something up about that match. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to be to get into the Masters if you're not already qualified. You have to rank in the top 50 of the official world golf ranking. Richard Bland right now currently at 53rd. Richard Ooh. Bland basically needs to beat Dustin Johnson tomorrow to get into the Masters. Oh, great uh, point. By the way, Seamus Power and uh, Cameron Young with their play. 
uh, it's power still in Cameron Young eliminated, but they picked up enough world ranking points where they will be in the Masters field. So Richard Bland got to beat one of the best in the world, the uh, number eight overall seed, and he's probably been as impressive as anybody in this event so far through group play. So Bland's got to beat DJ to get in the uh, Masters. I was just about to say, though, though those odds were out of control, and they've they've already started to adjust oh, okay. a little bit. Like so, th there's there's no way you're anyone is two minus two fifty five in a head to head. Like it's just you you bet the other side just on principle, but that's already corrected. Justin Johnson down to minus two thirty five, Bland down to plus one ninety already in that one. The mm -hmm. the, uh, the other I mean the other one that. I, I stuck out to me on there is that is that Kepka Rom matchup, which I yeah, wouldn't think I, I'm going to play Kepka. Yeah, one. I wouldn't think I would have any interest in. But if there, if I can find anywhere around plus one thirty, I don't think Rom should be that big of a favorite over any of those top class players right now. And yeah, yeah, Kepka, you know, maybe been a while since you call him a top class player, but I think he's still right there, and he's he's looking good this week. So I think that might be my only bet on the matchups. The the, the outright's a little bit more interesting. I don't know if there was anything that stuck out to you guys there, but the. Uh, um, Zal Torres, I went, I went against him in that group, but I, I don't, I like that side of the bracket more. That top left is pretty brutal. Um, but you know, if you go bottom right, I think you could draw a line to see how Zal Torres at least gets through. He could get past Kevin Na, then he gets winner of Kisner Scott, um, and then he might meet up with Morikawa in the semis. I kind of, I kind of like. That I mean, Scheffler was a guy I had circled to bet on this tournament it, it, once we got past the group stage, but I, I can't bet on him yet when he's going up against Billy Horschel. By the way, round. that's a rematch of the final last year, right? Where Billy Horschel uh, got Scotty Scheffler, presented prevented him from getting his first PGA Tour win, which he subsequently got at Phoenix earlier this year. So uh, interesting to see them match up in the round of 16. Kisner feels juggernauty at this point. But he's who he's who I bet on an in play. I did not have him pre-flop, but after day one, I bet him at fifty to one. He is all I have left. Matt talked about not winning a dollar. I've lost Ooh. plenty of dollars on here. Kevin Kisner is my only hope at this point. How are we doing uh, one and done in draft, Kelly? Do we update? Right, those? You're the only one who's. I mean, one one and done. Whatever the minimum was. Uh, Matt and I uh, are both out, even even though my guy's record was way better. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we're the minimum for one and done this week. Is okay. it 40k flat, Matt? I don't 40K. even know. It's, it's usually right around there. Forty <laughs> k. So whatever, then you advance to the next round. So they, it's a minimum there. Okay. I don't know what it is. All right. So you you are guaranteed to pick up more money on us this okay. week. Okay. And then have we looked at the draft yet here? Well, I know we're midway through, so much not. Uh, Determine there, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, we probably don't. Have we don't that. even have that. Right All right. We'll the uh, don't know if you guys saw any of the the highlights from the Deshaun Watson thing earlier today. Barely. What was your impression? Um, you know, he just obviously has no choice, but he continues to. You know, I never did anything. I never did anything. Mm -hmm. I never did anything. I understand the allegations are serious, but I didn't do anything. Right. He just mm -hmm. kept on and on and on with all that. The more interesting thing, I understand that's super serious, but the more interesting thing that he said to me was that um, he claimed that the $230 million guaranteed um, was not the reason that he chose the Browns and that he didn't even know the specifics of the contract until after he, after he picked the Browns. And I'm like, Hey man, now you gone too far. Hey man, you can sell me a <laughs> yeah. bunch of stuff. Yeah, you ain't selling that, me on that. You didn't know you were getting two thirty right. guaranteed, and that was the reason you you went to Cleveland. Come on, man. <laughs> come Seriously, on. who you who you think I am? Mean, Stop on. it. Come on. No regrets, said Deshaun Watson at the press conference today. No regrets. No regrets. 
Well, I probably wouldn't regret it either if I was getting that contract. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting that of all the things, like you're saying, man, of all the things he said today, that's the one where we're like, okay, now you've gone yes. too far. You're like, come on, man. Yeah. Uh, because there were reports again yesterday that he was recruiting Jarvis Landry and others to hook up in Atlanta and to join the Falcons together until that Browns contract and the details yeah. of it. And that was themselves. really what led Matt Ryan to say, you know, maybe I need to find a landing spot here because yeah. they were so open in their pursuit. That's right. You know, this was not kept on the DL, so to speak. And then uh, Matt Ryan was like, well, I got to find a way to go, you know. And obviously he said the right things in the press conference, like, okay, this is the only place I wanted to be. Well, it was probably his best option from that standpoint. So uh worked out for Matt Ryan, at least, uh, finding a landing spot from Atlanta. By the way, Kansas, 36 to 23. Providence right now, guys, one of 15 from the three-point line. Uh, the regression monster is a you-know-what. Yes. And Providence has kind of been due a little bit now. The game oh. still a lot of time to be played here, but the regression monster is having its way with the Providence Friars tonight. And again, Kansas, not Kansas ex- seems not like they exactly should be exactly running away with this. Only up 13, 36 to 23 with just over 14 minutes. Providence left. was shooting 45% from the three in the tournament and only 6% tonight. Purdue's up four, 49 45, 734 left. Right as we were talking about it here on set, they finally got disciplined with going inside to Williams and just taking advantage of their size advantage. Uh, St. Peter's is at the line again in this NCAA East Regional Semi. We showed those futures earlier, Gil, and yeah. we were looking at. Is there any reason not to put one of those fifty to ones in your account? Like, like is it the fifty ones on? There was there were a couple of fifty to one guys like up there. I mean, like these teams are shooting on on who are you talking about? St. Peter's. No, no, no. There were uh, there were futures. On, I think uh, he's talking oh, Miami oh, and okay. Iowa like, State. Like, whatever. No. Like, like Miami, Iowa, whatever. Like, you know, UNC's 22 to 1. The answer, yeah. like the 50 answer, to 1. The yeah, answer you're looking there you for go. is correct. There is no reason like, not to. Well, especially if yeah. you all, we all bet Miami tonight. So you might as well, if you're going to bet right. Miami tonight, might as well tack the 51 I mean, on there. I'm just sitting here. I'm looking at these teams shoot. Again, continue to shoot 20-something percent from three, 30-something percent from the floor. And this is this is basically every team. By the so way. this isn't like, you know, this isn't like an anomaly. This is like yeah. every team now. Yeah. Williams is the answer. Edie is not. Yeah, he's short-armed that one. Yeah. 49-47, Boilermakers, 6.57 left. Going to be a fantastic finish, looks like, in this one. Coming back, Beeson's Primetime Act. Coming back, Beeson's Primetime Act. Coming back, Beeson's Primetime Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.